0: town bank mortgage nmls number five one two one three eight is an equal housing lender this podcast is for informational purposes only and now the man born with a five o'clock shadow and with the nmls number twenty twenty eight two zero one, he is a gentleman he is a scholar he is tyler crawley Welcome, everyone, to the second-to-last episode of Markets & Mortgages for the year 20... Is it 2022? The other day, I thought it was going to be 2024. I thought we were already in 2023. But no, it is 2022 still, and this is the second-to-last show. So uh, tomorrow's show will be the last show. I'll give you kind of a preview of what I'm planning on doing in the new year, but... Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know what? Maybe not. We'll see. Maybe I'll get bored during that that boring week and just try try and do a podcast (laughs) because there will be some data coming out. I mean, we're clearly going to be getting some data, at least at some point, so maybe we'll do a surprise episode. We will see. All right. So welcome, everyone, to the Thursday edition of Markets and Mortgages. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley. And we got a lot of data today. We got a lot going on. We got mortgage demand. We got consumer confidence. This is, I think, the only time that I've ever seen consumer confidence come out on a day that Kay Schiller didn't come out. Like, it's, they're always together. Always. It's always Kay Schiller at, I think, 9 and then consumer confidence at 10, which is great because I always know on those days. I think they're usually Tuesdays that I'm going to have two stories to talk about <laughs> and kind of big stories. Uh, so this, this is the first time I've ever seen that. So I'm not sure why that happened, but it did. Uh, so we'll talk about mortgage demand, consumer confidence. But the big story of the day was existing home sales from the National Association of Realtors looking at the month of November and it wasn't good it was I'm not gonna sugarcoat it uh, yesterday we talked about the new residential construction report that some were kind of saying, oh, it's a horrible report and it was actually kind of mixed This isn't really mixed this is not good um in any way shape or form I, I think Lawrence young, the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, said that the housing market is frozen or at least it was in November, and the data I mean just I mean, just just illustrates that. So existing home sales fell for the 10th consecutive month with a 7.7% drop month over month to a a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 4.09 million. That is now down 35.4% from November 2021. And a lot of this has to do with mortgage rates because if you remember mortgage rates hit that infamous seven handle in november we saw that 7.08 percent number from freddie mac the of course you know weekly survey kind of the gold standard when it comes to looking at mortgage rates you know mortgage rates for a, a lot of us in the industry we saw higher rates than that um and it terrified a lot of people i mean all of a sudden we're you know, a year ago, we people were in the threes, the low threes. And then all of a sudden we're seven, 7%. And so I think that's this month could be kind of the bottom. And we'll see if that's true or not um, soon. <laughs> we'll get December's data next month. But it feels like November was just kind of, oh, my God, because that was really when you were hearing from people about really getting worried about the housing market. I and mean, we had 7% interest rates it seemed like the the housing market had come to a standstill. And I mean, seven, almost 8% drop month over month, 35.4% year over year. Economists thought it was going to drop 5.2% to 4.2 million. And clearly it was worse than that. So this is just all around not a good report. I'm not sugarcoating it. Um, prices, We're actually down 2.1% month over month to $370,700, and they are now down 10.4% from the peak in June at $413,800. Now, year over year, prices are still positive. They're up 3.5%, which marks the 129th consecutive month of year over year increases that is the longest running streak on record and probably will never be beaten i mean we're we're, we're on the cusp of 13 years <laughs> we're getting very close and so i'm sorry i'm sorry i, I did the math wrong there um we're, we're on the cusp um of getting to 10 years uh we're over 10 years and getting close to 11 years. I don't know if we're going to make 11 years, you know, just doing, doing the math in my head here. I think we're going to hit 130 and the fact that we're at 3.5%, probably going to see another dip in December. So I don't think we're going to make 13 years, but 10 years, you know, that's not bad. (laughs) 10 years in in, uh, nine months. I don't think we're going to get to 13. I, don't, I mean, 11. I don't think we're going to get to 11. Uh, here's what's interesting, though. This is the kind of bizarreness of this housing market. So we got prices are rising. Oh, I'm sorry. Prices are falling. We have sales falling. Inventory also falling. What's <laughs> so weird. Total inventory at the end of November was 1.14 million. That was down 6.6% from October what (laughs) like what uh but it was up from a year ago 2.7 percent when we were at historical lows unsold inventory sits at a 3.3 month supply at the current sales pace unchanged from october i mean that's just nuts because i mean you saw an almost eight percent drop which means the pace has slowed by eight percent and we didn't see any change with regards to month supply because that's how much inventory fell month over month now this is up significantly from November 2021 when things were remember they were kind of slowing in November and December people thought the housing market was going to start to slow and then of course it kicked off at the beginning of 2022 so we are up from there when it was 2.1 months but considering how much faster things were it's just it's it's very bizarre. Uh properties typically remained on the market for 24 days up from 21 days in October and 18 days in November of 21. And I'll tell you, a lot of that comes down to, you know, talking to realtors, it comes down to one thing. What are you pricing your house at? Are you accepting this new reality where home prices are falling or are you still living in the time that was four months ago or five or six months ago where the housing market was on fire and you could ask even more Than your Zillow estimate. (laughs) And you probably get an an ask uh, or you get an offer over ask, even though you were above the Zillow estimate. Those days are gone. If you're pricing your home correctly, it is selling. If you are not pricing it correctly, it will sit. And of course, it depends on where you are. That's also a key component in this location. That never changes. Location, location, location. And Sure, rates are going to play a part. And remember, we're talking about November, where we saw rates just jump into that seven percent range, and it really, I think, freaked people out. So I think December's report's going to be very interesting because we have seen much more favorable rent in, or rate environment. I mean, we're still talking about six percent, which once again, a year ago would have seemed crazy that that's where rates would be, but to go from seven and something, seven and a quarter, to now six and a quarter, bringing people back to the market. And once again, talking to realtors, you're hearing that and you're seeing more opportunities. So I'm wondering if November is gonna be kind of the bottom. We will see. I mean, I know January is not going to be great in February. I think, though, I am optimistic about spring. I'm going to keep saying that I'm optimistic about what the, uh, the spring market is going to bring. So uh, regionally, the South continues to dominate as usual. And we talked about it yesterday with construction. I mean, w- in every category, over 50% of the activity is happening in the South And while they're not exactly at 50% with regard to existing home sales, it's close. And they are still very dominant, the Southern region. But even the South saw a 7.1% drop from October, and the South is now down 35% year over year. So even the kind of bulletproof South is taking a hit and is, is not immune to what we saw happen with rates in November. Despite the declines though, they still represent 44.5% of all sales activity in the country. So still doing okay. (laughs) Not, Not above 50%, but still okay with regards to, obviously a plurality of the sales are happening in the South. The Midwest was number two, they had an annual rate of 1.08 million. West was at 700,000, and the Northeast, 530,000. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you look at that number. I mean, that's, the South is doing three times, over three times, what is happening in the Northeast. And it's crazy, because like I said, I mean, I, it was, you noticed the slowdown in November, and I'm in the South. So I can't imagine what it was like in the Northeast. Um, the South, of course, also leading with regards to price growth with prices up year over year by 4.4% to put the median price in the South at $340,100. Midwest was up 3.9% to $268,000. Northeast was up 3.5% to 394000 And then the West kind of far behind with an only 2% increase. So they could be the first region to dip year over year. We will see. Uh, However, they probably could use it (laughs) because their uh, median home price, $569,800. That is crazy. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, the chief economist over at the National Association of Realtors, Lawrence Yun, said that housing was frozen in November, but he is optimistic and there were signs of a thaw. (laughs) That's the good news. He said in a statement, quote, in essence, the residential real estate market was frozen in November, resembling the sales activity seen during the COVID lockdowns in 2020. Awesome, that's a good comparison. The market may be thawing since mortgage rates have fallen for five straight weeks. The average monthly mortgage payment is now $200 less than it was several weeks ago when interest rates peaked for the year. And actually, they peaked for the last 20 years. (laughs) That's how high that they got. So, yeah, I mean, things are, it was not a good report. I'm not going to lie. It was, like I said, no sugarcoating it. That was bad. I think December will be better, but January and February could be similar. So the spring season cannot get here soon enough. All right. So let's talk about something that was good, shall we? And it's barely good, I guess in a way, but good nonetheless. So we will take it. So last week we talked about mortgage demand. Mortgage demand had only risen week over week, two times in the last three months. Not a good time with regards to mortgage demand. However, mortgage demand was up this week. So we have now seen two weeks in a row of mortgage demand increases. It was it was like 0.9%. <laughs> so I wouldn't say it was anything to write home about, but up nonetheless. And it was because of refis. Refis were up 6% from the previous week thanks to what's been happening with rates. They're still down 85 percent, though, year over year Uh, demand purchase demand, I should say, actually fell point 0.1 percent from one week earlier and is down 36 percent when compared to the same time last year. The refinance share of mortgage activity not surprisingly increased to 31.3 percent of total applications, while adjustable rate mortgage share fell again. This is, I know, at least the second week in a row to 7.5% of total applications, which makes sense. As, as the 30-year fix gets more favorable, why not go that route instead of going with an adjustable rate? When rates are at 7%, I can see adjustable rates making a lot more sense. <laughs> and then there are other ways that you can you know do a 30-year fix. And like, I know right now in the industry, one of the big things is the 2-1 buy-down. That's something that's been that talked about a lot. And with, you know, sellers offering concessions, once again, much more attractive. And a lot of people are going that route instead of going the adjustable rate. So it's not surprising that we are seeing that number fall. Now, speaking of rates, last week for the first time, and I think it was, I think it was like six weeks in a row, we saw rates fall. And then we finally saw one week where it jumped up just a little bit. Well, they have started falling once again. And once again, this is according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. This is their weekly survey. This is not my quote. I'm not quoting you this rate. Neither is Town Bank. <laughs> Making that clear. Uh but the Mortgage Bankers Association has the thirty year fixed Oh, and by the way, this is for last week. This report's always about Last week, anyway. Uh, the 30-year fix was down to 6.34%. That was an eight-basis point drop from the prior week and is now at the lowest level since September 16th. That's not bad. That's a three-month low, baby. If I'm doing the math correctly, unfortunately, rates are still up just a little bit. 304 basis points when compared to the same time last year. Uh, the 15-year fixed fell to 5.81%, and the 5/1 arm was down to 5.43%. So pretty good report. I mean, we've got fallen mortgage rates. We have increasing demand. I'll take it. I am happy with this mortgage report. <laughs> I will take it. I will take the silver linings where I can get them. I will say that much. Uh, And then before we go here, I did want to talk about consumer confidence because I mean, talk about a silver lining. So we start off with the bad report, existing home sales. We have a good mortgage demand report of two weeks in a row of an increase in mortgage demand. That's awesome. And then we got a consumer confidence report. First time we've gotten the report when it wasn't followed or preceded, I should say, by the K Shiller index. Consumer con- And the two aren't even closely related. So it's not like, it's not, this isn't consumer confidence for buying a home. This is just consumer confidence in general. It was supposed to fall slightly. So last week or last month, excuse me, it was like 101.4. And it was supposed to fall to 101. It increased. And by a decent margin, it increased by 6.9 points. Nice. <laughs> to 108.3 which is the highest reading since February. That's pretty good. That's 10 months. Once again, doing the math on the fly. Here we are in December, February, 12 minus 10. 10 months. I was correct on that. Uh, Now, despite the big jump, actually year over year, the index was down 7.5 points. So consumers are pretty confident one year ago and here's where it gets even better all around this was a good report both the present and expectations index were up in december giving us some hope as we go into i don't know what 2023 has in store for us but i do know that um this is a good sign so the present situation index increased to 147.2 from 138.3 last month so that's i mean that's almost a nine point jump the expectations index improved to 82 from 76 last month. So it's still low. I mean, overall, but moving in the right direction. And all around, this was good, except for one area, which kind of sucks because like the one area that pe- that consumers still aren't confident about big ticket items, And homes, (laughs) which I guess would be the the biggest ticket item. Uh, Lynn Franco, senior director of Economic Indicators, said December saw improvements in a lot of categories, saying, quote, indexes improved due to consumers more favorable view regarding the economy and jobs. Inflation expectations retreated to the lowest level since September 21. All great news with recent declines in gas prices being a major reason why vacation intentions improved, but kind of a big, but, but plans to purchase homes and big ticket appliances cooled further. (laughs) I guess that was kind of inevitable, but a good report and I will take it. I'm happy about that. So consumer confidence up, mortgage demand up, existing home sales not up. So all in all, I would say pretty good. I would say it was pretty good because mortgage demand is looking at December. Consumer confidence is looking at December. Existing home sales was looking at November. So I'm feeling pretty good as we head into 2023. And right now we got to head out the door. So you guys enjoy, well, figuratively, not literally. Uh, you guys enjoy your Thursday. We will talk to you on Friday. And you know what? I'm probably going have to have to do another show because we got PCE and new home sales on Friday, which we're going to have to talk about. So I probably will do more than one more show here in 2022 so we'll see what happens all right you guys enjoy your thursday we'll see you friday morning for another edition of markets and mortgages and remember as always do not wait to buy real estate you buy real estate and wait